welcome back to Write Dammit with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 25, and for this one you're going to need a pen and paper. Or at least when you come back and listen again, you're going to need to make sure that you've got that pen and paper ready for you because at around about halfway through, I've got some questions for you and it relates to the topic at hand. There's two things that I hear more than anything else when I'm talking to writers. The first one is, I'm stuck. I've got writer's block. I just don't know what to do next. I keep trying to sit down and write but I'm stuck and I'm getting nothing done. The second one is, I'm overwhelmed. I'm confused. I don't really know who's telling me the right thing. I'm hearing too many different versions of the same thing. I hear this from one person. I hear that from another person. It's just overwhelming me and I don't know what to do next. And I've no idea how I'm supposed to now go about the editing process. Now I've finished a first draft. I'm just overwhelmed. So I'm stuck and I'm overwhelmed. They're the two things I hear more than anything else. I've got to admit, I've said those two things too. Have you? I bet you have. At some point in your writing process, you too have said, I'm stuck or I'm overwhelmed. Now, as a coach, there's something that I use regardless of what I'm coaching somebody on, which is Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. I'm sure you've come across it, but I will put a link to the wiki version of this so that you can have a quick review of it. But it's a pyramid with five different levels. And we start at the bottom with survival, then security, then belonging, self-esteem and self-actualization. So the survival, that's about our basic needs it's about food, it's a, it's drink, it's a place to work, time to rest, varied activity. So in terms of our writing, it's making sure that we've got the food and drink that we need so that we can sit down and write. We have that place where we can sit down and write, but we also have the times where we can allow our brain to refocus itself, to be able to get some input so that we can then work again on the writing. So rest going for a walk, doing something completely different, reading a book, either in the genre that we're writing in, or if we've been doing a lot of that kind of reading, perhaps reading in another genre. So the survival bit is having that variation and being in a place where we can get the work done. Then we need security. Obviously, on one hand, we need the income coming in. So we need job security. We need to know that we've got the position that enables us to be able to take that time to write. But we also need the resources to do the job. So we need a a laptop or a computer of some kind, or we need a notebook and pen. I know some people still write on typewriters. Believe me, I learned to type at the age of seven because my mum was a teacher of secretarial studies. She taught me how to type at a young age. There is nothing that is going to get me back onto an old-fashioned typewriter, okay? My little finger doesn't need those kind of muscles. (laughs) So we need that security so that we can feel safe around doing the work we're doing as a writer. That might also mean that we need a little bit of reassurance from people, but that perhaps leads into the third level, which is belonging, that we need a sense of community in what we're doing, that we need positive relationships from people. They don't need to be 
real relationships, as in face-to-face. They can be meaningful relationships online, on social media. But it means that we feel as though we're part of something with meaning. We're part of a tribe. We might be part of a network. That belonging to something is really important. Then we have self-esteem. That's how we position ourselves, our feeling of worth, understanding that we have a role and getting an agent obviously helps to build our self-esteem. I will report back later, but I'm sure having a publishing deal builds that self-esteem as well. But it's that sense of achievement. Perhaps it's a, a, a long listing or a short listing in a competition or even the win of a competition. Or maybe it's as simple as having alpha readers and beta readers telling us that they're enjoying our writing, that they're getting something out of it. But we need that self-esteem to have that feeling of worth as a writer. And then self-actualized. Now, this is going to be different for different people. For some, self-actualization really is going to be seeing your book on the shelves of your local independent bookstore. In my case, that's Broadhurst Books on uh, Market Street in Southport. But also it could be about in Waterstones on Amazon anywhere at all of that nature. Equally, it could be about sitting on a train and seeing somebody read your book. I read something somewhere recently where somebody was saying that they saw a mother and child talking about their book. So the writer was just thinking about going over and saying something. And then the child said, it really just doesn't make any sense to me. So obviously that's not a feeling of self-actualization, is it? But if it had been the other way round and overhearing a child saying, that's a fabulous book, or two friends talking to each other saying, oh, I love that book. It's one of the best books I've read. Then that's going to give you a sense of self-actualization. I want to go back to those things I said right at the very beginning that I hear more than anything from people is that they feel stuck or they feel overwhelmed. And I'd say that the reason we feel that and I'm there too at times, the reason we feel that is because we're missing out one of the levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So it might be that we've got the survival level sorted, we've got a time to write, but maybe we don't feel so secure in our job at the moment. I was made redundant just before Christmas. I am earning money. I'm thankfully doing consultancy work and getting interim roles. So I am bringing money in. I don't feel as secure as I felt when I was in a permanent job and I knew that my pension was getting a contribution every month. I was adding to the pot of savings and so on. So I don't feel quite as secure. And I will say there are days where I feel like writing is maybe a slight indulgence. And when I identified that for myself, I realized that maybe that's something that's getting in the way for me. I need to remind myself, why is it that I write? And you know, it it isn't that I get the publishing deal. I'll be thrilled to bits when I do, but that's not why I write. I write to process stuff. I write to be able to come to terms with things that have either gone on in my life or are going on in my life. I write so that I can use it as a form of therapy. Now, I know that might not be the same for you. You might have a different reason why you write. It might simply be you've got that tale inside you that is desperate to be told. I have that as well, but I also know that I write for that therapy process. So what I need to get to grips with for myself is that actually it's not self-indulgent to be taking time and writing because 
it fulfills me in some way. It helps me feel as though I'm getting the meaning that I'm seeking, which is part of self-esteem. So although this is linked to security, I've also got that self-worth, the self-esteem issue going on for me as well. And I need to remind myself that it's okay in this time of not feeling wholly secure to indulge and write because it gives me a sense of self-worth. Now, another bit as well, I said in Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs, we've got belonging. Something I've realized recently for myself, and I think this has proven to be a really helpful thing for me, and it may help you too, is this thing around belonging. Now, I am lucky that I am in amongst a group of friends who are writers. These are people I've met on a couple of courses that I've been on or events that I've been to. And some of them are turning into really good, strong friendships that will probably be there a lifetime. Now, what's interesting is that I've discovered that's not my only form of belonging. When I'm really immersed in a story, I love that sense of belonging with my characters. I want to investigate and discover more about what's going on in their life. I want to be part of the world that they're in. You know, like when you're reading an amazing book, something that truly captivates you and and you just can't let it go. I think a, a good example for me recently of a book that I've read very recently was The Mysterious Case of the Alperton Angels. Now, the characters in that book, despite this being written in an unusual way with emails, transcriptions, WhatsApp messages, messages and so on. Those characters are characters that I feel like I belong with. I want to be part of their world. I want to know more about what's going on in their life. And it hurts to put the book down because you just want to keep on reading. You know that feeling. I know you do. And I've started to discover that matters to me when I'm writing as well, that I want to belong to the world of my characters. I want to be part of the tribe that my characters are part of. Now, that's something that I found really fascinating to learn about myself as a writer. But also, I'm finding that when I am immersed in that world, when I really am part of the tribe of my characters, I actually get a greater sense of the novel and the story that I'm writing. And I get a greater sense of my own worth as a writer. Now, that doesn't mean I'm starting to think that my writing is amazing. It's not that at all. It's something about a sense of importance for my characters, with my characters. My self-esteem, my self-worth is strengthened by being part of the world that my characters live within. And I find that fascinating. So, I want to give you something that is going to be really helpful for you if you are feeling stuck or overwhelmed so that you can put this in the context of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. These are some coaching questions that I ask. Now, these are questions that are about digging deeper so that you can become curious and inquisitive of what's going on for you. Now, this means that you're going to have to allow yourself to listen with no other intent than understanding what is going on inside for you when you've asked yourself those questions. This is always more difficult when we ask the questions of ourselves, but you can use the question for yourselves simply by jotting down the answers in a notebook or maybe give the questions to a friend or to a loved one and ask them to ask you the questions. The first is the basic levels on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's the survival and security. 
So when you're talking about feeling overwhelmed, maybe you're tired, maybe you've had one bug after another, maybe it is that you feel really stuck with what's going on for you, here's four questions that will help. How do you feel right now? Answer that for yourself in your head. You can answer it out loud if you want, but not if you're on a bus or train. So how do you feel right now? And whatever that feeling is, whatever the answer is, it's okay. You're not justifying the feeling. You're not trying to give yourself some excuses for why you feel the way you do. You're simply answering, this is how I feel right now. The next question to ask yourself, am I getting the support I need? Am I getting the support I need? Now, that might be that the support is simply, I need some time to write. Okay, schedule it in. Give yourself some time to write. Tell others that time is scheduled for you to write and don't allow people to eat into that time. It may be, though, that you need someone to help by making a meal. One of the things I have to do for myself, my husband has multiple sclerosis. By about midday, two o'clock in the afternoon at the latest, he has no energy left. So it's very rare that he will cook an evening meal. Now, if I've got a day of work, it's impossible for me to make sure that a meal is on the table at a time that suits him unless I've cooked it previously. So I batch cook on a Sunday and I make sure that there are sufficient meals for at least a week and usually for two weeks in the freezer and in the fridge. And that means that I literally just need to pull something out, stick on some rice or pasta, very quick and easy to cook as opposed to having to put a lot of time and effort into cooking the meal that evening. Now that's not somebody else giving me the support I need. I'm giving it to me but I'm finding that time on a Sunday by saying that I won't do other things on a Sunday. So it's the Sunday support that means that I then am able to support myself and my husband for a week to two weeks ahead. Now, the next question, what's been going on for you? One of the early episodes of Right Damn It, I talked about seasons of our life and being understanding of those phases that we're living through. And I think that's what this question really connects to. What's been going on for you? And if there's been an awful lot going on for you, if you've been grieving because somebody has died or you've lost a friend because there's been a breakdown in the relationship or something, or if you've been extremely busy in work, maybe you're going through the menopause, maybe you're going through a divorce, whatever it is that's going on for you, there's something about being understanding of, well, this is what's been going on. And then not punishing yourself because you can't do everything. So acknowledge what's been going on for you. And then the fourth question for this section, if you could change something right now, what would that be? If you could change something right now, what would that be? And you can follow that one up with, okay, and what would it take to change that? What would it take to change that? So those are the questions for survival and security. What about belonging? I've got three questions for you for this stage. The first one, where do you feel most at home? And tell yourself what that's actually like. Now, you could put that into the context of your writing. Where do you feel that the words flow most easily for you? 
and tell yourself, what's that like? The next question, when did you last feel like those words flowed? When did you last feel like that worked for you? What did that look, sound, feel like for you? And then the third question, if you were to have a perfect writing session, what would that look, sound, feel like for you? So those three questions will help you get that greater association with yourself as a writer. Because quite often when we don't feel like we belong, we don't feel like we could dare to own that phrase of, I am a writer, it's because we are too disassociated from the thing, in this case, from writing. And what you want to be able to do is to reassociate yourself, to reconnect with the process of writing. So where do you feel that the words flowed best? And tell yourself what that's like. When did you last feel like the words flowed for you? What did that look, sound, feel like for you? And if you were to have a perfect writing session, what would that look, sound, feel like for you? So those are some questions you can use to be a bit more inquisitive when you're feeling the overwhelm and when you're feeling stuck. I've got news for you though. You're still going to have times where you feel overwhelmed and you're still going to have times where you feel stuck. It doesn't stop it from happening. It just means you've got a go-to tool, a go-to set of questions that you can use knowing that you're on that journey up the levels of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And you can use that knowledge to be able to stop yourself, refocus yourself, reassociate yourself with your writing and the words will flow for you again. I can almost guarantee it. I'm not going to absolute guarantee it for you, but I can almost guarantee it for you. If you found this episode helpful, share it with others, help them as well, because you and me, we're not the only ones who feel overwhelmed and get stuck. So let's share that around and help people to know that there are things they can use to get unstuck to deal with the overwhelm. Can you also rate Write Damn It podcast on your podcast service? And it would be great if you'd leave a review as well, write a review to say how good this has been for you. And if you need some help with your writing and to get yourself unstuck and through that overwhelm, then go to zoerichards.co.uk forward slash what next and you can send me a message about one-to-one coaching. I will leave you to it. Happy writing. May the words flow for you and I'll see you on the next episode.